And welcome once again on this new year to another edition of A Plain Answer. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today is the Reverend Mark Diedrich, pastor of the PCA Church in Kingston, New York. Good day to you. And Dr. John Vance, senior pastor of Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern. Thanks for having me, Dan. Well, gentlemen, it's good to have you here in the studio, and uh, we trust that you all had a wonderful Christmas. And uh, here it is already, the very beginning of the new year, 2010. I don't know where time is going. The older I get, the more it seems that I say that. We have a question on the agenda here today, gentlemen, and it's concerning a declaration called the Manhattan Declaration, a call of Christian conscience. And uh, first of all, Mark, um, there was a Facebook uh, posting that came to us, and I was wondering if you could just read that quickly for us. Sure. It says, I have been mulling over the Manhattan Declaration this week. And I've been pondering ecumenism. So here's a question you may want to tackle in a future edition of A Plain Answer. This is today's edition. Mm -hmm. Is it worthwhile at all, and how far is too far? I'm sure that means how far is too far for ecumenism. Yeah. Now, you just taught me something. Ecumenism. I thought it was ecumenism. So I learned something already from this broadcast, Mark. (laughs) Anyway, that uh, comment came in from uh, Joe in the Beacon Newburgh area. So thanks, Joe, for that. Well, the Manhattan Declaration can be found. um, I believe they have their own website for it, ManhattanDeclaration.org, something along those lines. Um, But it was put together and uh, released November the 20th, 2009, by Charles Coulson, Robert George, and Timothy George. And uh, briefly, what is this declaration? If we were to summarize it here, gentlemen, uh, what is this, uh, in real brief terms, what is this declaration all about? In one sense, uh, it's a declaration that has to do with, uh, well, they label it a call of Christian conscience. Hmm. And um, uh, that presumes, of course, that there is a collective Christian conscience, and I think there is a conscience that has been informed uh, by the scriptures and the teachings, of course, that we receive from the Lord and from his apostles. But the Declaration in general is uh, a call concerning certain aspects of life that we all face every day here in America and around the world. It Mm -hmm. has to do with the sanctity of human life and also the dignity of marriage as a conjugal union of husband and wife, and certainly that has come under a great deal uh, of debate and dispute in the modern world in our political Mm. arena, and it has to do also with the rights of conscience and religious liberty, which I believe, uh, because of the first two, have become more and more or increasingly under attack as well. Yeah, they have. This uh, declaration, again, was released on November the 20th of last year. And, um, Mark, um, what are some of the other points that you've seen in this declaration, as you just quickly looked at it here, that uh, stand out to you? I basically see that the points that are made are, are those three, and they're, mm-hmm. they're the main ones, you know, the sanctity of life, the, uh, the sanctity of marriage, if you will, as well, and uh, the freedom of, of speech, and especially in terms of 
how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it gets this last point gets into some certain examples of how, for example, the Catholic Church and its adoption agencies in Massachusetts were forced to close shop there because they were being forced to place children in homosexual homes. And mm-hmm. they could not do that in, in conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's, in the medical profession, uh, my wife, having been an, an OB nurse, mm-hmm. and uh, she also has a cousin who I believe is an obstetrical doctor, and uh, attempts being made to force doctors to perform abortions, even when it's against their conscience, or yeah. to learn how to do abortions when they will never do that because uh, they would never entertain performing an abortion. Well, this this just happened recently. I was reading in Canada in one of the provinces mm. where an evangelical uh, ministry uh, was denied its ministry, which I believe was uh, an, mm. an adoption agency included that, foster mm. home things. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were denied a license because they would not sign on to the government's diversity program, yeah. which mm-hmm. meant that they could not, in good conscience, carry out their Christian mission mm-hmm. in the confines, or I should, yeah, I'll use the word confines, of their diversity program. Mm-hmm. Um, it certainly is an attack upon freedom in the name of diversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, I uh, I might as well uh, just let it all hang out, as they say, and say I, I went ahead and signed this personally. Uh, as a Christian man, because I, I read part of it. I didn't read the whole thing, but uh, I read part of it. And what I saw, I liked. You know, we are pro-life. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's a number of Christians that are um, signing this. And, in fact, it's attempting to um, seek, I think, some common ground uh, between the three wings of Christianity, whether it be Orthodox or Catholic or evangelical Christians, and uh, you know, I think that's a good thing. Uh, what do you? How do you guys see it? Well, I, I will speak up on this. Uh, y- you know, I can't help thinking of the words of the Lord that you are salt and your light. And it seems to me, mm. all of those who named the name of Christ, we don't have to agree doctrinally on uh, mm. many points, even some points that we would take very seriously. Be t- maybe even go to the heart of the faith. Yeah. But we all are identified with Christ, and um, the important thing is is to exercise that kind of unity, which can be a megaphone in our present situation mm. to voice some very common and basic values that we see in the Scriptures clearly, and that is, of course, the sanctity of life, the sanctity of marriage, and the right to pursue the things of God mm. according mm. to our own conscience. Exactly. Yeah, really. You know, that last one is just a huge one. I think of uh, you two men are are pastors. You preach from the pulpit. And as you come across the various texts that deal with sin, you know, there would be some factions within our society today in the name of diversity and uh, everything that's going on that would try to prohibit uh, you gentlemen from preaching all of the Word of God. And uh, you guys need that freedom. Yeah, not only that, I think there's also an attitude I, I've seen even within the churches. Uh, 
an attitude that says, well, we're not going to touch on certain issues because it might offend some people. Mm-hmm. And we just want to focus on the gospel. Well, the gospel definitely is the focus. There's mm-hmm. no right. two ways about it. But when you preach the whole mm-hmm. counsel of God, you're going to run into these situations where well, sure. you're going to have to preach about these. And we see that in the New Testament as well. We yeah. see John the Baptist, for example, not only preparing the way for Christ, but challenging Herod. Yeah, good point. Well, maybe we'll pick up uh, on that theme a little bit more when we come back after our break and um, just say that you're listening to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. Today we're discussing the Manhattan Declaration, A Call of Christian Conscience. Stay with us now. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. And welcome back. You're listening to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me in the studio today, the Reverend Mark Diedrich of the PCA Church in Kingston, New York, and Dr. John Vance, Senior Pastor of Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern. Today we're talking about the Manhattan Declaration, a call of Christian conscience. And uh, before we took our break, we were just starting to get into the notion of a pastor being in the pulpit and having the freedom to preach the whole gospel, the whole counsel of God. And uh, current trends in our society are almost uh, starting to line up against uh, him not uh, preaching God's truth. So, uh, gentlemen, uh, let's pick it up from there and uh, continue. Well, along the same line, uh, uh, I was reading something last year where a Swedish minister uh, was um, Mm -hmm. imprisoned, in fact, Hmm. because he refused to confine himself to reading only certain biblical passages and uh, the Swedish government, apparently, under some of their statutes, has outlawed uh, reading publicly some of the texts from the Bible that have oh. to do uh, with certain moral issues. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, it, th- this is not an unreal uh, yeah. infringement at all that's taking place. And, of course, we are already there. It's just simply a matter of working itself out. Uh, there will be some court cases coming up. There yeah. are attempts to... to uh, a squelch ministers from praying prayers in public. It has to conform to certain mm-hmm. uh, standards and so forth. So, yes, mm-hmm. I've always felt like if a person or a group asked me to pray, 
uh, they're not going to tell me what to pray. They okay. get the prayer with the minister. That's right. And uh, so don't ask me to pray if you're in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, one of the subjects, uh, maybe an older one, is simply, um, let's say, the sin of adultery. And, um, you know, we have a great problem in our society today with with adulterous relationships. We see families falling apart left and right, it seems. And just imagine if the minister, the man of God, was not allowed to get into the pulpit and call sin, sin, by what it really is. Uh, in this document, uh, one of the statistics that's mentioned, in fact, and it's, it's an alarming indicator, they call it, the out-of-wedlock birth rate. And they say less than 50 years ago, it was under 5%. Today, guess what the percentage is? Mm. Today, it's over 40%. Yeah. And so this uh, declaration addresses that as well as some of the other sins yeah. and uh, our freedom as men of God to, to preach against that. And by the way, just a little anecdote with that. I mentioned earlier that my wife was an obstetrical nurse. Uh-huh. Um, she no longer is doing obstetrics. She loved it. But as the years came on, she liked it less and less. And the reason was huh. because of the high percentage of women coming who were not married. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah. early on when it was always a husband and a wife, it was always an exciting event. What a joy. Yeah. yeah. But when it started to change where there was single women coming and and the boyfriend would be there, and the boyfriend may not even be the father of the child. It, sure. it was it just changed the whole atmosphere. You know, sure. there's a, speaking of these issues, and maybe I, I don't want to take us off the topic, but there is a sense in which bankruptcy in the moral realm uh, can and does lead to bankruptcy in the economic realm. There's not uh, enough money in the world to support all of our so uh, tendencies true. in the culture today. So true. Uh, there's not enough. Uh, resources uh, on God's green earth to take care of these issues. Uh, We have to, of course, uh, practice restraint, and the minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ must, in every case, as a teacher, no less than anyone else, point out uh, what is good and wholesome and true. Mm. Another example of that, I I remember counseling with an individual who had been in the churches, sad to say the church hasn't done a, a job very well. As I was counseling with him, it came out the woman that who is his present wife he had lived with for a while before they were married, and he then asked me, was that wrong? <laughs> and I said, yes, that was. And I, I was amazed that he could have been involved with two different churches and not have ever gotten that message. Mm-hmm. You see, the Apostle Paul, he he didn't hesitate to talk about moral issues when he was before Felix. And, uh-huh. of course, Felix was married to Drusilla, and, and that relationship wasn't exactly right because Drusilla already had had a uh-huh. husband. It tells us in Acts that he talked not only of faith in Jesus Christ, but also of righteousness mm. and morality and, and right and wrong to the point that Felix got a little upset and scared. Huh. I think the Manhattan Declaration is a, an attempt Uh, Again, in a broad way and in a good way to say to the culture, no more. Stop. Consider your ways. Hmm. Uh, This is a precious society that we have. Hmm. But it also, as someone has said, civilization is a fragile matter. It's like a, uh, you might say, a custard on top of a seething 
cauldron boiling of something, and mm. and uh, civilization and cultures can be destroyed. Mm. And so we've been blessed by God in this society. We and, have. Uh, one of the things that we have to follow in is a train of the past who raised a voice against those things which are a threat to goodness yeah, right. yeah. and decency, just yeah. that simple. Yeah. There is a uh, biblical basis for raising our voice. Sometimes we, uh, we realize, hey, I'm not going to fight that battle. Other times we realize we have to speak up. Uh, how does a Christian discern those things? One of your pastors well, wisdom, I, have to be, I have to be careful, and I think about it all the time, of making a distinction between what is purely political mm-hmm. yeah. and what is truly a social and moral issue that I must preach on. I genuinely try to stay away from that which is purely political. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't always do that because sometimes the moral issue is politicized. They're tied together. And when that lives. happens, yes, you're going to accuse of being uh, political and being yeah. insensitive. But uh, I don't think we have a choice, and I think Mark would agree, knowing Mark, that uh, we have to uh, proclaim the whole counsel of God. And it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. They do. They intersect, sadly, more and more today, Mm -hmm. the political and and, and the moral. There Mm -hmm. used to be a moral consensus, and and so they could avoid a lot of the political. But now when you're... Talking about the moral situation and, and what God's word teaches, very often it becomes "quote unquote" political, yeah. e- even though mm-hmm. you don't want to be. You political. know, I like to uh, pick up the news, watch the news at night if I can, but um, more times than not, I end up upset at, at <laughs> what, what's happening, and sometimes yes. I just yell back. I was going to say, yell at the TV. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe what's happening yeah, to our. I know. Once good culture and and good is in quotes, of course, but there's no good except God and yeah. and His people as He transforms their lives. But we're seeing less and less of a of a Christian content in our leaders, and it's so troublesome. Mm-hmm. Well, the Manhattan Declaration. I guess our uh, listener who asked the question, um, maybe one of the reasons he was pondering it is because not all Christian leaders have signed the Manhattan Declaration. Any comments on that? Well, yeah. you know, you know, someone I admire, uh, and I'll mention his name, R.C. Sproul, oh, yeah. uh, decided not to, uh, to sign this, and he was concerned about it because he says it confuses uh, common grace and special grace. Those are terms that uh, Christians have used. While that is an important issue, uh, common grace and special grace, it seems to me that this would uh, is, not, is not an important issue to raise in the context of a moral concern that many people have. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think the objection, while it is true, it may not be as clear as it should be in a few other things that one would like in an idealized world, uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm going to say that maybe R.C. has gotten too utopian here in terms <laughs> of his expectation. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, uh, we have to live uh, with less than what we want at times in order to have a unified voice to speak out. So I do believe mm. that this declaration is an important declaration. And while he may not want to sign it, I think he will not want to oppose it. It's an important matter for Christians to have a voice of all stripes. 
against some of these issues. The only way we're going to make a dent in what is taking place in the march of secularism in our society. Hmm. Well put. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with uh, with what John says there. Love R.C. Sproul. Love, love his teaching. But I, I have some issues with it. One of his concerns also, in terms of the thinking, it's it's too ecumenical in in uh, that sense. Is he talks about the use of the term gospel, and uh, he one of his phrases is moreover the document says it is our duty to proclaim the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in its fullness, both in season and out. Out of season, of course. In the context, uh, the context of this in the Manhattan Declaration is that we shouldn't be silenced; that we're supposed to be able to speak the gospel. And so, I think in that context, it's not trying to say that Catholics and and uh, Orthodox and Evangelical Christians uh, define gospel in the same way. It's not trying to meld that, mm-hmm. but rather it's trying to say that we ought to have the right to preach the gospel and not have interference by the government. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, last year I believe we had a, a sh- very short segment here on Redeemer Broadcasting during the 1230 time frame on a, on a weekday show uh, with Harry Reader where a discussion came up of the Manhattan Declaration. And I thought that his statement was helpful in that he said, well, this declaration is not an ecclesiastical statement, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's an example of Apostles' Creed Christianity. So I thought that kind of was helpful in explaining the purpose of this. And and also, you know, this is just for um, personal signatures, Uh, you know, as men and women... Christians um, from various walks of life uh, have concerns about the sanctity of life, the definition of marriage, the freedom of your Christian conscience, mm. and so we sign mm. as uh, individuals. Yeah, I, I, I agree. This this document has those three issues, and again, uh, with the Roman Catholics and with the Orthodox, uh, we can stand in solidarity and agreement. Mm. on those issues. Now, you want to get into some of the other theological issues? No, there's no agreement at all. And if, and if this thing was to, to imply that, I, I, could, I couldn't sign it, but yeah. I also signed it. I was just yeah. going to say, Mark, did you sign it? Yeah, I did yeah. sign okay. it. Okay. Uh, well, all is well if Mark Diedrich has signed it. <laughs> this is in the, this is in the uh, mode of the late Francis Schaeffer. Uh-huh. Francis uh-huh. Schaeffer lamented that there was not a unified voice coming from a broad spectrum of Christians on moral Mm. issues. (laughs) He's the one who coined the phrase uh, that we have lost the moral consensus Mm. from a Christian perspective. Mm. And we have in our generation. It's taken place. Uh, Through the 60s, something uh, drastically changed in this culture, and it's been going in a different direction ever since. Mm. And Schaefer was able to articulate uh, how that uh, the culture got off the track, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And it's been off ever since, and we see the human destruction on every hand. Mm. And we must have some kind of broad uh, mm. unity in terms of speaking about these issues to be effective. So, mm. again, I thank God for the late Francis Schaeffer, who <laughs> was yeah. quite clear on these issues. That's right. Yeah. Well, I see we're just about out of time for this program today, gentlemen. 
thanks so much for uh, joining us today. You're listening to A Plain Answer here on Redeemer Broadcasting. Today's discussion came about because a listener in the Beacon Newburgh area asked us a question concerning the Manhattan Declaration. It is a call of Christian conscience, and uh, individual Christians can uh, sign this declaration uh, together, uh, whether it be uh, Orthodox Christian or Catholics or Evangelical Christians, because the commonality we have regarding the issues at stake. And uh, any close-up remarks uh, before we run out of time, uh, gentlemen? Frankly, I was surprised that there was such a consensus reached among mm. the three. I was I knew that evangelicals would sign this, but I was surprised that the number of Orthodox and Roman Catholics mm. had also signed uh, this declaration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably about all three of the major architects of this declaration are probably evangelical Protestants. Yeah. So it is amazing in one sense that uh, this is. has mm. been reached. It's a uh, good thing. Yes. Yeah. And I think it, it is. I think it's very constructive. But again, we do have freedom mm-hmm. in Christ, and, and uh, your salvation is not dependent on your signing the Manhattan Declaration. <laughs> but, uh, you know, right. it's worth looking at. It's worth considering. And uh, right. I think it would be a good thing for Christians to really look at. And in and, and good conscience, they think they can sign it. Please do it. Excellent. Well, thank you, fellas. For Redeemer Broadcasting, I'm Dan Elmendorf. Today in the studio with us is the Reverend Mark Diedrich, pastor of the PCA Church in Kingston, New York, and Dr. John Vance, senior pastor of Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern. Join us again at the same time next week for another edition of A Plain Answer. Mm-hmm.